Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've actually been in fitness for a long time. I just thought, well, you know what? I'm a little tired during the day. And that was one of the main things I was having. It's like, oh man, you know, I'm just give this a shot. And, and so I started the Balance of Nature and I didn't really feel a lot for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden I had energy. And so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, it took that kind of tiredness away. So now I don't feel that. So that is huge. And so I was just like, I cannot take this tiredness, but now it's gone. So yeah, I love the balance of nature. For that. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ The FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. You have to click on that in order for the show to get credit for that, and I so appreciate you doing that. Um, at the bottom of katedallyradio.com where the sponsors are, order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate. And also I take magnesium. I take both every single day and work your way up on copper. Start out with uh, taking one, that's two milligrams, and then work your way up till you're taking about three or four of those a day. It is an amazing thing to absolutely have copper back in your body. You'll see. (laughs) So trust me on this one. Go to FIQ. You'll love me for this. Thanks, you guys. Pre-enact. Turning citizens into suspects since 2001. The Kate Daly Show starts now. There were 138 companies that, may, that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency and the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and Moderna don't really own those vaccines. You know, they slapped their their labels on them, but it it was a Pentagon project. There were 138 companies that that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency and the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and Moderna don't really own those vaccines. You know, they slapped their their labels on them, but it it was a Pentagon project. Wow, what a clip from Robert Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, Pentagon project, Warp Speed. You all remember that. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show live today on a Tuesday. I've got Uncle Milty with me. How are you, sir? I'm I'm okay. You know, little clips like that make me certain that the military will be behind the people if anything ever happens. Mm. Wow. Let Let me play. It's only 20 seconds. Let me play it for you one more time. There were 138 companies that may, that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency were in the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and Moderna don't really own those vaccines. 
you know, they slapped their their labels on them, but it, they, it was a Pentagon project. So the pharmaceuticals were just the manufacturers and all owned by the government. And, you know, Project Warp Speed went into action real fast, like it was prepared, like it was ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They already had the shots being manufactured. Remember that before they even named COVID. And remember that it was this week, three years ago, that we, our nation went down into lockdown. It was this week. Mm-hmm. Every single state went down. And they had, what was it, 15 deaths? They, yeah. said, they said from COVID, but that mm-hmm. was all. But later they actually admitted that it was kind of faulty the way they said that COVID did it, and they weren't really sure. Huh. They actually admitted that. I don't know if you guys remember that. They came out and they said, well, the testing was faulty because still to this day, there's no COVID in the test. Okay. I just wanted to make sure everybody realized how much we were lied to. Um, But Operation Warp Speed was definitely ready to go. Wasted no time. And, uh, And of course, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., RFK, from Children's Health Defense founder, right? And... uh, and so the vaccines were not originally produced by the pharmaceutical companies. The government documents confirm this claim. Actual documents. Mm-hmm. 138 companies involved in the manufacturing and just distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors under the Pentagon. And the National Security Agency ran the entire pandemic response from start to finish. Operation Warp Speed, remember President President Trump, Operation Warp Speed was an interagency partnership between the Department of Health and Human Services, the Military Department of Defense, the DOD, and the DOD wrote, the Defense Department is working closely with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, and the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, and the Department of Health and Human Services, and the State Department to provide support in dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. Do you know when um, they said that Operation Warp Speed was in effect? They didn't even know because they kept telling everybody it was a mystery. They didn't know if it was going to be anything nope. because because internationally it still wasn't. Now, Italy had some inflated numbers. And I showed that early on in when we were talking, when we were outing all of this from day one. I was showing you the um, international results from Italy were not the numbers that everyone else was given. And the numbers that they were spouting were everything was pretty fine comparatively to the five years before it. But in the press, they were telling you that people were dying right and left. Mm -hmm. And I even got into it with a White House guy over it, personally in in Messenger over it. And and then it turned out that I was proven right when I said that because he was talking to some people high up in the government in in Italy and that they were hiding the numbers. But man, he yelled at me. He was fierce. And I said, go look at the numbers. I'm looking at them. I have screenshots. Anyway. Um, isn't it interesting how, how the government had this massive response, but to all of us, see, it had just happened and we didn't even know anything. We didn't even, they they couldn't have even known at that point that it was anything. And it wasn't, it was flu, but at the time they still didn't even know, but they had this huge operation and government ready to go. Gosh, like it was planned. I know I've been conspiracy theorist. Do you know what my new pronouns are as a conspiracy theorist? No. Told you so. (laughs) <laughs> Those are my new pronouns. <laughs> Told you so. Yeah. Anyway, um, all that's coming to light because documentation's finally coming out. And this isn't a theory. This is, this is proof that this is going on. 
Uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. also said the media is an extension of the pharmaceutical company. We know this to be true. 75% of the advertising revenues now on mainstream medias are coming from pharma. 75, even Tucker Carlson is actually endorsed by pharma. Yep. And that ratio is even higher for the evening news. Did you guys know that? Um, Anderson Cooper has a $12 million annual salary. It's coming from Pfizer. Really? Well, yeah, because Yeah, because he's a great in. liar. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about that clip? 138 companies all involved in the manufacturing, distributing the vaccine, which was already being manufactured to have enough doses by the time. See, they had to have a lot, right? Worldwide. By the time all of this came out in preparatory for not even naming it yet. I'm ashamed of the people of the United States of America for not getting it. Yes. Uh, This all came from the Congressional Research Service on the vaccine in March of 2021. Um, this was all written that it was, uh, they basically was a Pentagon project. And we know that. They even named it Warp Speed. Sure. So, why didn't Trump talk about that more? Why didn't he question that? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Not really, because you know what I'm talking about, but okay. Um, and still talking about the vaccines, because then you can't be wrong right. about it, right? So, um, so this pretty it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. More and more stuff's going to come out. And more and more people are going to find more and more stuff. Because oh, yeah. in order to tell a lie this big, you have to have a lot of stuff floating around. So we're starting to kind of carve it out and see it. Well, more and more people are also believing mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. I, that is a fact. Right. I see it every day. The next time the media goes all in with the government and they seem to be very, very ready for a mystery... Question it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hi. I, I think the fact that the Pentagon is behind it makes me twice as angry. Yeah. And the other thing about it is they have the answers then as to what's in these um, vaccines uh-huh. because I'm of the opinion that there's no mistakes in this, mm-hmm. that the, ba- the batches, the right. lots are purposeful. So... If there's anything that this information gives me is that there's um, uh, more intention mm-hmm. and design. Yes. And it's, it's uh, mm-hmm. worse. <laughs> Sorry. Amen. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. I, I, it worries. Well, obviously, for three years, we've been talking about this, that there was way more design, way more, way more in the beginning. Um, the... Um, it was an overall controlled project. I mean, it's just, it's nice to see the things come out now that disclose it, but people are still walking around in their masks. So now what? Now what? And people are still getting their boosters and screwing their bodies up and putting themselves in peril. Why? There's enough out there to make somebody question now. So why are they still doing it? I ask myself every day. <laughs> it's the golden <clears throat> question, really. When was the last time mm-hmm. I heard of anyone uh-huh. being diagnosed right, or right. dying of this? Um, yeah. And so suddenly, so think about this too. Suddenly COVID's not a threat. No. But I thought it was the biggest threat of all and that everyone was going to die. But even though they were telling people 99.9%, you're fine. So do things just come and die like that and go away? 
I mean, how do you, how do people now justify everything? Because they thought every germ was ready to kill them. Yeah. So how did that turn around? Oh, the media said, the media said, oh, it's okay. It's okay now. I don't, I don't believe in my media that much. <laughs> I don't believe in my media at all. Right. My mainstream. Um, and by the way, if you think CNN and Fox are very, very different, they're not. Do you know what the lead story was yesterday? With a nice glowing, smiling picture of a feminine Michelle. They're hard to find, but there was one. Um, Michelle Obama for POTUS in 2024. They weren't throwing her to the wolves. I thought this was conservative news. Oh, no. You know what they said? Douglas McKinnon said Democrats could look to Michelle Obama should Biden or Harris decline to run. Hmm. So do they do they uh, get rid of uh, Harris, stick Michelle in there and then get rid of Biden? I don't even see why anybody would think that Michael uh, Obama would be qualified to be president. <laughs> Michael Obama. Hey, we're just repeating Obama himself. He yeah, called, he he said called it, his wife me. Michael several times on tape. So I don't think I ever called my husband like Joanne or something. <laughs> Do you ever recall me slipping up on the uh, on the name and calling my husband a feminine name on the air? Oh, Sally. I mean, Clint, my husband. No, I never did that. No, yeah, no. My, my wife's well. name is Judy, of course. <laughs> I've never called her Jake. <laughs> it's just a cute little slip up, though. Okay. So um, this article is very favorable towards Michelle because they're going to be pushing Michelle because they want you to have Michelle. They either want you to have Michelle or they want you to have um, Florida DeSantis. They're pushing both of those names. When mainstream pushes names, that's not good. Um, but they are definitely writing puff pieces about Michelle Obama. If we have conservative news, why is that? Why is that? We don't have conservative news. There's no such thing as conservative news. They only have a few words that bend towards the crowd to make them believe that it's conservative. Right. Um, yeah. And so this picture... She's in a white suit. She looks very feminine and really pretty, actually. She looks really pretty. I've seen some pretty horrid pictures of her. They don't, they don't choose one of those. Now, whenever they talk about Trump, they always choose a picture where he's, like, picking his nose or something's terrible, right? But Trump did his own damage, too. Don't ever forget that, too. There's been damage done, and all the presidencies are controlled for 120 years. Let's make no mistake. I mean, it's all controlled. Can people go rogue? Yeah, I do think he went rogue a little bit, but um, not enough. If he would have done more, he wouldn't be with us because they just get rid of people. It's kind of the test. It's kind of the obvious test, right? Okay. Controversial. No. So controversial today. Be right back. Keith Daly Show. Z-Snack was a gift from God. Since, since with God's grace, I was the originator of the protocol, both the, the hydroxychloroquine protocol and the Z-Stack approach, that they felt that they were getting an authentic, undiluted version of a treatment that's endorsed by me. And so it's become a real um, successful approach in mitigating the severity of illness, viral illness, is that it's a nutritional supplement, which it is, and that it is an immune booster. Now, what I could say is that it contains 
quercetin and vitamin C, which according to the NIH peer-reviewed papers is an effective zinc delivery system. And according to peer-reviewed papers also on the NIH, zinc inhibits the enzyme that is associated with RNA viral replication. And according to peer-reviewed papers, vitamin D3 in high normal levels between 50 and 70 essentially eliminates intensive care unit admissions. It's an extremely powerful um, immune booster or optimizing your immune system. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. And then if you, God forbid, you do get sick, you use zinc and a zinc delivery system to inhibit viral replication, and outcomes are much more favorable. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. Go to katedallyradio.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, and click on the Zelenko ad. And you'll be, you'll be helping Truth and Radio at the same time you're ordering wonderful products for yourself from Dr. Zelenko. Try the new Z-Flu, the brand new product that just came out that it can help you feel a little better when you have the flu and also help prevent the flu. You're going to love this product. It's called Z-Flu. Look for it on Zelenko's page when you link over from my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Show. So happy to have you listening in. Make sure and go to balanceofnature.com. Balanceofnature.com. Get the product. I love this product. I really do. Uh, your purchase helps the show when you put in the promo code Kate. Okay. And what's what's great about this product and the reason I'm telling you about it is because I care about your immune system. It's on the inside of your body, not in a vial with a needle. And it is an amazing product to help strengthen your immune system against illness and disease. It helps you with 31 fruits and vegetables a day. 31 fruits and vegetables a day, the phytonutrients of those. Um, this goes right into your body, and, it, and it's delivered in a great way. Your body absorbs it, and it needs it. We don't have nutrition. I doubt you're going to eat 31 fruits and vegetables today. I doubt anybody is. Um, and, um, and it's affordable. <laughs> it's so affordable. Get balanceofnature.com and try it out. You don't like it, send it back, but I know you're going to love it. You're going to love it because you're going to see and feel the difference. And we need to get healthy. That's the one thing you have so much control over, one of the things. We're going to talk about one of the other things, too, and that's election fraud. We do have control over that, too. Um, and so I do have a great guest. We have a great guest joining us right now, and that is uh, Dr. Douglas Frank. Before that, I just wanted to mention, we play God Bless America by Kate Smith because it was so banned everywhere, and I don't like censorship. So we play that song often, and I love her rendition of it, Kate Smith, back in 1943. I forgot to mention that. Um, Dr. Douglas Frank, Ph.D., joins us. He's a renowned physicist, chemist, and mathematician. He speaks on finding election fraud throughout the country, um, the, analyzing the 2020 election in particular, that data, and what we can do to ensure future elections are, are fair, that, that not only fair, that they're a product of, of the votes for the representation of this dear republic that we have. And uh, so far, this has not been going on, and no one's been changing a, 
uh, I don't think people have been changing a lot or, or doing much about this as far as um, on the on the national stage, on the state stage. And so uh, Dr. Doug Frank is going to talk to us about how and what is going on nationally. Welcome to the program, Dr. Frank. How are you? I'm fine. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you just fine. And let's talk about nationally. Let's go in that direction. You're going to speak in my area. People know where I'm from um, tonight. And I'm so happy to be able to meet you and, and to hear you because you talk all over the country. And we have this problem all over the country. And so why are you talking about it in particular? What got you to, be, uh, to, to, to start speaking out on this, Dr. Frank? Well, uh, in 2020, you'll recall Doug Mastriano in the state of Pennsylvania held a hearing mm -hmm. at the end of November in 2020. And as a result of that hearing, I was invited by the Pennsylvania state legislature to look at Pennsylvania state elections. And up until that point, I assumed that, you know, sure, there's voter fraud, but, you know, it's local and there's mm -hmm. issues. Sure, there are issues everywhere, but I didn't understand the scope of it. But in that process, I was given access to so much of the way state elections work because I was working with the legislature that we uncovered, I was part of a team, we uncovered a massive amount of fraud there. And I had, I had been assuming at that point that, you know, Republicans good, Democrats bad. And so, of course, once we exposed how the fraud was taking place in Pennsylvania, that the next thing would happen is they would fix it and then we'd save sure. the country. Um, to my uh, utter dismay, they basically did nothing, and in fact, they took efforts to cover up all the fraud there. That was very disappointing to me. And so then uh, I went to the state of Florida next, and same situation there, um, massive amounts of fraud there, and they aren't owning up to it there either. And so I, at the same time, this was now early 2021, I was in two of the four Supreme Court lawsuits from Pennsylvania to the Supreme Court. I just happened to be working in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, where there's more fraud there than any other place I've found since. Mm -hmm. And then the Supreme Court rejected those. So I found myself in the situation where the legislatures, even the Republican ones, weren't mm -hmm. going to address the problem. Our courts aren't going to address the problem. What are we left with? Right. We the people. We the sovereign. Yep. And in the end, that's what's working now. I've been in 46 states. When I'm working with the grassroots at the local level, that's where we're having huge success around the country. I've already met with dozens of secretaries of states and legislatures and whatnot. Nothing happens from the top down in this country because they like it this way. Yes. They like feeling like they're in control of the elections. They like it yeah. that they're centralized. So one thing, and what we need to do is take elections back to the local level. Go ahead. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. One thing that I have found, you know, I'm a registered Republican in my state. I've always been very conservative, but I out what the party is doing across nationally and statewide because it's horrific. And one of the things, one of the things that I've noticed is whenever you get in a conversation with this about with any Republican leadership, the constant answer is that is harmful to our republic to ask these questions or do this research or bring up the data. And I find that asking questions and doing the data and bringing this to people's attention is the republic. So it is a very strange thing to hear them say, I want to shut the conversation down because it's harmful to the republic. Do you, are you as offended by that as I am? Yeah, I'm, I've heard that right out of secretaries of state's mouth right into my ears. Dr. Wow. Frank, please don't expose all the fraud in our state. You're decreasing the trust in our elections. Wow. And I'm like, sir, make your elections more transparent and we'll increasingly trust them. But instead yes. they're doing exactly the opposite. They're hiding more and more. 
uh, it's 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 beyond baffling that they could say that with a straight face. I'm I'm as baffled as you are. I you just think, well, wouldn't you want to fix this problem because everybody in the country noticed it? And I don't care how far left somebody is. You could be a person with you know no cells in the brain whatsoever, and Joe Biden got six percent of his own party's vote in 2016. Nobody liked him enough in his own party to even vote for him for president. Why would the majority of the country who's conservative? So when you were looking at this data and going around, did you just keep getting stonewalled at what level in every state were you getting stonewalled as you were bringing well, up I, the data? I, I don't think I was stonewalled at first. I mean, for the mm -hmm. first six months or so of 2021, I was meeting regularly with legislators. They were bringing me in to look mm. at their elections and sh show them the fraud. It's, it's ironic. I testified before the election committee of Kansas um, on one of on one occasion, it was publicly televised. It was an hour and a half long session, mm -hmm. and I gave them a whole bunch of testimony for about thirty five minutes. And one of the legislators said, "By the way, everything that Dr. Frank just told us is in this report prepared by our own legislature wow. uh, for twenty twenty." And so. It's, it's not that I'm being stonewalled. Mm -hmm. It's that nothing is going to happen right. because the states like it this way. The state legislatures like having control of the elections. It's, that it's is centralized right now. That is so and true. It's like it's a, it's the, you know, it's the same old rule. You know, you, you never, ever give government power, because if you do, you never get it back. Not even for three weeks to flatten the curve. You don't <laughs> give the government power. Right. And that's the situation we're in right now. So I'm going around the country teaching counties mm -hmm. how to take back the elections to their own county level. I love this because I, my own state came out with over 80 pages of fraud, examples of fraud, the data of fraud. And you know what? They went, yep, 80 pages of fraud here, but nothing to see, folks. We're not changing anything. So you're so right. It has to change at the county level or it doesn't get changed at all. So how? That's right. I, I, I'm empowering local groups. And the thing about it is. A lot of the initial work that we did across the country, I mean, everybody instinctively knew there was something wrong. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the initial canvassing, a lot of the initial um, citizens' activism, I don't, I don't want to say it was misdirected, but it was, it was too much that wasn't focused enough, if that makes mm. sense. Okay. For example, I just met with a local county sheriff. If, if we give a sheriff too much information, they don't know what to do with it. They're experts at penal code. They're not experts at elections. So what I've been learning, what works around the country, is not to overwhelm them with this massive amount of incompetence, fraud, et cetera, et cetera, but to give them a very small, very focused, unassailable list of fraud that has taken place in their county. Then the sheriff can quickly verify that it's real. Mm -hmm. When you do that, suddenly the citizens are graduated from being conspiracy wing nuts into people that have actually found real fraud. Mm -hmm. The sheriff can then assign a case number to it because he has probable cause. He can get court orders and investigate anything. It's a different approach than we were using at first. Oh. Highly focused but and targeted, but very successful. Oh, I love this. Uh, Chris Ann Hall, who comes on our show every uh, week. Oh, I love Chris Ann. Isn't She's she awesome. great? Uh, talks about this, her uh -huh. new movie, The Sheriff, instructing them of their duties because obviously yes. they don't know. <laughs> so, you know, exactly. we need to get back to basics. Yes. Um, and so it's so, it, 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 it is baffling to 
still have um, people like county commissioners put, and I know this for certain, put their heads in the sand and say, we can't do hand counts because those are wrought with fraud, not the data as it goes in and transfers from computer to the state for the results when the numbers are, are can be fixed in the back end. It's very interesting to me that, that they're kind of running out of excuses. So the people are seeing through the the, you know, they, they try to put up these barriers as to why they can't change the system, but the people are, are, are at least getting smart to that. Have you noticed that across the country? They're saying, yeah, that doesn't make yeah, sense. I, I have. And it's, and, and in my opinion, I think there's been too much focus on the machines. Not that the machines aren't complicit, but machines do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. They, they don't merely t- uh, tally or manipulate ballots. They also report tallies yes. in real time. Yeah. So what happens is people that have nefarious uh, intentions in an mm-hmm. election are informed the entire time what the current tallies are and who's voted and who's not voted. So the real problem isn't necessarily the machines themselves. I always tell people it doesn't matter you know, how many times you count the cash in the register. Mm-hmm. What matters is how many of the bills are counterfeit. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, yeah. what, what happens is the, the, the ballots that are coming in you could count them standing on your head. What matters is, did they really come from who you think they came from? Because we find dead voters. We find people that don't exist who voted. We find people that moved away a decade ago, but yet you're still getting ballots from them. Yeah. All this sort of thing, those are fraudulent ballots. And and it doesn't matter how you count them, huh? Yeah, my 17-year-old got one. My 17-year-old got a ballot because here the driver's license system spits it out, even though they know they're 16. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Right. Nope. Yeah. They told me that was just a once in a lifetime thing. But just, you know, the odds are many other drivers are getting them. <laughs> uh-huh. So they have a lot of flaws. I'm in all the over system. the country. 46 yes. states now. It ain't a once in a lifetime thing. Oh, yes, for sure. So how what part of this is county commissioners or sheriffs? I mean, where does the where does the focus go? More county commissioners seem to be putting in their their heads in the sand and acting like morons. And so are the sheriffs listening? How much of this should go to the sheriffs and how much? to the county commissioners the focus the pattern that i use that's most successful Mm -hmm. is i meet with the county commissioners and i show them their future and then i meet with the the sheriff and Mm -hmm. i show him what we're about to do and most of the time sheriffs care about their constituents and will complete their oath of office if you bring a sheriff actual fraud Mm -hmm. you will start you will have probable cause and launch an investigation so then what happens is until you've done that, mm-hmm. uh, citizens' groups just sound like a bunch of wacky uh, conspiracy wing nuts. Yes. So the, what I help the citizens do is to gain credibility by gathering real fraud, mm-hmm. small, concise, unassailable lists, say 100. You take that to the sheriff. The sheriff confirms a few of them just to prove that, yep, the list is valid. Now the citizens are elevated from being conspiracy wing nuts to actually credible com- complaint. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're being disenfranchised from our, our elections here. Right. This is not okay that somebody else is, just, is undermining our votes. Then the citizens can go to the commissioners and demand change, and the citizens can fill the, mm-hmm. the supervisors' rooms and the hallways and say, look, here's the evidence. We're not right. conspiracy wackos. This is real. And I that's why, that. like, for example, a couple we're, weeks ago, Wait, wait, wait. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. We're going to come right back with you for a few minutes if you'll stay with us. I'll be right back with Dr. Douglas Frank. He's speaking in my area tonight. You need to get him for your area, too, because he's going around the country and he's delivering this information, vital information about election fraud and how to deal with it in your county. How do you lose your country? 3,000 counties. Unless you do something. Be right back.
Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Plenty of sunshine in my way. Yep, playing all the censored songs. This is Song of the South. We enjoy our censored music. Um, so I always appreciate it and want to play it any chance we get. So uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, again, go to MyPillow.com. Get the greatest products uh, ever made. Um, honestly, 10-year warranty. Can't beat it. And I love everything about them. I tell people off the air about their down comforters, their sheets, their, their Giza cotton sheets. Uh, those are the best ones. They have closeout sales right now for all their stuff for winter. So it'd be great to go get that while um, up to 90% off while while they're um, going into spring. And then also the new 2.0 pillow that allows you to sleep comfortably all night long, nice and cool. It's their new technology pillow just came out. You can still get two for one. Go to MyPillow.com, get their wonderful products, the slippers for Mother's Day and Father's Day and the robes. You can't go wrong. They're just amazing. Okay. Your, your loved one will love you. And trust me on this one, because um, I gave those for Father's Day and um, to my father-in-law, my father, and they still wear them every day. I mean, it's amazing. So go get the slippers. We have Dr. Douglas Frank on. The movie Absolute uh, Proof was about his research. Um, Dr. Douglas Frank has been speaking all over the country. Mike Lindell uh, and he uh, work closely together. He and Harold Zieger uh, are good friends. In fact, we just had Harold on the show about his book in East Germany. And so there's just a lot there in common. Um, I love uh, Dr. Doug Frank is going to be speaking in my area tonight. And let me just say, there's so much to be known about election fraud. There's so much of it. It is such a mountain of evidence that to put your head in the sand at this point, I don't know how anyone does that anymore. Elected officials are trying to do it, but they're they're losing um, faith and confidence from the people because the people are smart enough to see the mountain of evidence in front of them now. And so, um, Dr. Douglas Frank, we had to go to a break, and I can't remember what you were just on the verge of saying. Do you remember? I was talking about the strategy that's working where yes, we yes. go to the sheriff with probable cause mm-hmm. and then once they have probable cause they assign a case number to it and so now the citizens are no longer a bunch of conspiracy wing nuts now they have credibility they've actually found evidence that allows them to put pressure on their county supervisors and that's why all around the country there are county supervisors voting out the machines for example mm. that's just one uh, one problem you know the machines are only one part of the problem there are really three major problems it's chain of custody on the ballots and how you count the ballots and how you report the tallies i mean there's there's lots of things going mm. on in the end the reason we have all these problems is because we're not managing the elections locally. So that's basically what I do. I go around the country teaching counties how to take back control of their elections. And I do that by helping them find actual fraud and becoming credible complainers rather than just, you know, screaming. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. Yeah. Uncle Milty had a question uh, for yeah. you. How often do you run into sheriffs and county supervisors and commissioners that are actually just complicit? Um, I think... Um, sheriffs are not usually complicit. You know, they're usually busy, um, you know, handing out subpoenas and, and um, eviction notices and, and arresting white mm-hmm. They're not. They're not usually complicit in election stuff. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, county commissioners uh, are the ones who sign the budgets, and and they tend to be 
complicit, but not necessarily guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, County clerks, the people that run the elections, Mm -hmm. there are more of those people that are complicit because they know what's going on. And um, in Pennsylvania, for example, we have many clerks who knew there was fraud and went ahead and endorsed it anyway because Mm -hmm. they get bonuses Mm -hmm. for having, quote unquote, clean elections. So would you say that county commissioners, because I'm kind of feeling that this is kind of where it's at, is they want to move up the ladder in politics of their state. So if they question, come out, give your evidence to the state, they ruffle any feathers at all. They lose all chances of going up that ladder. And so they do it for career protection and they do it to advance. So a lot of like we have some here. That's exactly what they're doing in my in my perception. Same with judges. Yes. That's why the court cases don't go anywhere. But that's why I don't use those avenues anymore. I Uh, use the sheriff. Love it. Because Mm -hmm. the sheriffs have you know, as you know, mm-hmm. the sheriffs have constitutional authority being yes. gaining at the county border. They have they can arrest the president if he's in town. I mean, they have more authority than anybody except the coroner. Yeah. And a lot of the small counties that work in the sheriff and the coroner are the same person. So it's and not so, hinged as much into the career advancement at that point. So they're exactly. OK. That makes more. And, that and makes they sense. tend to be. They're elected by the people, they answer to the people, mm-hmm. and they tend to be more responsive because of that. So do you still get people who say, prove it to me, I just don't think there was any election fraud at all, those numbers changing erratically on election night, and they're from there on out, and all the people sending, like my state sent all of their machines to Maricopa County to be destroyed within 24 hours. So that looks a little funny, and it looks a little odd, and is quite illegal, but they did it anyway. And so do we have to ever bring lawsuits with this against our counties, against sheriffs that won't act? I mean, what other, do we have any other recourse if a sheriff won't do anything well the way i okay that's two questions okay um the first thing is um if our sheriffs don't do anything what i like to do is get surrounding county sheriffs to shame them (laughs) that works yeah yeah i like it because you took an oath swearing an oath of office to protect the constitutional rights of your citizens and right now they're being (laughs) disenfranchised from those constitutional rights right better step up right the second thing about lawsuits is I, I liken it to World War II. Mm. In World War II, you have to win the war first. Then once you've won the war, then you can bring the people up on charges and you can have the Nuremberg trials and you can have the public shootings and hangings. Mm. Right now, you can't do that. You can't have those trials because mm-hmm. the people that are complicit are in control. So we have to win this war first, Mm -hmm. then we can bring them up on charges and have firing squads and whatnot. And and we already have some people around the country that are realize which way the wind is blowing and they're they're fessing up. Um, And we keep those confidence right now, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you see where I'm going. They, They see the direction the wind is blowing. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I love that you're talking about this. I love that you're going around the nation and making sure the folks are educated in the counties. Like we said, there's just over 3,000 counties um, in um, the United States. People think there's a lot more than that. There's not. That's how you lose a country is all those counties. So Yes, and I've analyzed carefully down to the precinct level in many of those counties. I've done about 2,800 counties um, down to the down to the county level where i show exactly the number of people of every age who voted and that sort of thing and i find the same patterns all around the country 
And people say, well, how could it be everywhere, Dr. Frank? Well, there's mm-hmm. one really simple answer, and that's that right now, every state controls its elections centrally. Yes. The clerks, the local county clerks are not in control of their elections. They're controlled at the state level. And that's the basic problem. You know, and I just came from mm-hmm. uh, Wyoming last in, in January. Um, and, and if you recall in January, uh, I'm sorry, last year, the, the Wyoming folks got their gander up and threw out Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time they did that, they also elected a brand new secretary of state who campaigned on election integrity and cleaning up their elections. And you say, well, wait a minute, what's wrong with, the, with Wyoming elections? Trust me, they have big issues there. And so he ran on election integrity, and the very first thing that the Wyoming legislature is doing is trying to take away election authority from the new secretary of state. <laughs> Why? Because they want it to stay the mm-hmm. way it is. It's amazing to me right. how corrupt we are across the entire 3,142 counties. So, it, yeah, um, so And true. the reason it's that way is because they're centrally controlled. So, uh, it's, they're not individually controlled. So my question is, how long have these tracks been being laid? You know, I, I in a local hour, uh, Utah, I actually played a clip about um, the COVID martial law emergency order tracks being laid for 30 years before we got to this point carefully laid so that they could do what they were going to do in martial law across the country. How long have these tracks been being laid um, that protect all of these legislators and secretaries of states that knew all these books are hackable? How long has, has the stuff that we're dealing with and trying to penetrate now, have, has, how, how long has that been laid for, do you think? Wow, I love your metaphor. In fact, in my presentations, when I ask the question, how long has this been going on? I mm-hmm. even have a slide that says that, and it shows train tracks. So you <laughs> and I think very much alike. Uh, the answer is it's been going on since the 90s mm-hmm. in full force. Right. And you can, see, you can see the roles heavily starting to be manipulated after about 1996. And then, of course, the hanging chads came in, and so we started switching to electronic machines. And you can see, I show people the, the data for their own state. You can see a distinct inflection point in the data as soon as they got the machines. But also, I think the most obvious thing for people, you don't even have to look at the data. You just have to listen to Soros. Mm-hmm. In 2002, Soros was on a television interview. It was like a 60 Minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said... He was going to own every secretary of state by 2020, and he just about does. Yeah. And, here's, and so it's been going on for decades, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people are confused. They think, oh, it's only about the top of the ticket. It's only about Trump and Biden. No. They're, across the country, we are losing school superintendents. We are losing mm-hmm. school boards. We're mm-hmm. losing sheriffs all around the country because the left has learned a long time ago that the way you win a country is from the bottom up. And so that's what they're doing. They're teaching our children. They're indoctrinating our children. They're confusing our children. Our children don't know the difference between any in and outie anymore. I mean, how how confused are we? No, extremely. They love chaos. They love us to be confused. And they like us to be in a state that we think that one guy or one president's going to save us Mm. and that we're not going to have to do anything. Correct. So that's our biggest mistake. Is yeah. He elected Trump and then said, OK, now he's going to save us. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Wrong. We're the yeah. people. We're the government. We, it's nice having him there because now we have more access than we would otherwise. But really, we the people, we got to wake up. That's the basic problem. We, we've become complacent and lazy.
So amazing. Thank you so much for joining yes. us. We really appreciate you, Dr. Douglas Frank. And uh, I'll have to have you on InfoWars, too. <laughs> because I'm delighted. Yeah, that, that audience needs to hear you as well. So we really appreciate you. The well, movie you. Absolute Proof is about you. The other one he did, too. What was the name of it? My Scientific Proof. Scientific Proof, that's right. And Yeah, uh, no, no, Absolute Proof isn't about me. It's the one Mike made before he met me. But then Scientific Proof, that's all about my work. And then he has about another chunk of it in the next movie after that called Absolute Interference. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And uh, you need to My get pleasure. Dr. Douglas Frank in um, into your city, uh, into your county, to talk to your county about how we can take your county, because we're going to need 3,000 counties yep. to do this, to change this country and make any impact at all um, before the next election that we have. And so how do people reach you? Uh, email me at drdouglasgfrank at outlook.com. D-R-D-O-U-G-L-A-S, G like George. Frank, F-R-A-N-K, at Outlook.com. And by the way, I don't charge for any of my work. That's wonderful. Um, I just ask people to cover my expenses. So you know okay. that I'm really in this for the right reason. Thank you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate you. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. And uh, we are going to be uh, going off into the next uh, section of the show, next hour of the show, but really wanted to uh, thank him for uh, coming on because uh, he's right about... The sheriffs don't understand their power, and that was by design for a lot of years. They didn't want them to. They wanted them to be part of this machine, and they were really hoping they would never do anything. Yep. Isn't that the truth? They, they wanted them to not do anything, <laughs> just like the county commissioners. So the county commissioners want to get up that ladder really bad, and they have those ambitions. In my own um, county commission, I'll let you know about this nationally, um, all they could do was spew hatred about my show. Oh, that show got you guys in this room. Yeah. Nah, you're all mm -hmm. listeners of her, you know. <laughs> they, don't, they didn't even have an argument. And then it was, uh, they don't, they, 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 and I, I believe this to be true. You have county commissioners all over the country that'll go, oh, well, that hand counting is wrought with fraud. Yeah. We, can't, we need the machines. No, you don't. You don't need a machine. No. Hand counting with 50 people standing there eyeballing it. I don't think you're going to get away with much fraud in that way. Um, and so why aren't the hand counts taking place? Why aren't the sheriffs doing more? Why aren't they intervening when they have the power? And this goes to the sheriffs. Stop being wuss bags. Stop being sheepish. Stop. Start understanding your role. This is simple. Yeah. And if we fix that problem, right, right. we might get more honorable people running. That's office. so true. That is so true. When he said guilt, shame them into yes. doing what's right for the people and stop walking around going, I'm the sheriff. Yeah, but I don't do anything. I'm <laughs> just the sheriff. I mean, we get a lot of that. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've also seen complete ignorance to the Constitution um, and willful ignorance to the Constitution. I've seen that, too, with sheriffs. And then I've seen sheriffs that really get it and understand, and I've had them on my show. Yeah. So there are two kinds of sheriffs, willful ignorance, like to just walk around puffed up. And then you've got the ones that actually care and really want to do their job well. And those are the amazing sheriffs we need to we need to find and, and teach and make sure they understand their role. A big thank you to Dr. Douglas G. Frank, Dr. Douglas G. Frank at Outlook.com. You can email him, get him to your city and we'll be right back. We have a lot more to discuss. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show.